afternoon. I thought they did a good job of getting pressure on them and, and guys not getting open. Uh, they did a good job. They got a good front. It's going to be a tough matchup for us. Uh, between Akeem in the middle and the two outside guys, they present a lot of problems. We got to do a lot better job running and throwing the football if we want to win this ball game. <laughs> It's going to be tough. We can turn it up as loud as possible music-wise and have noise brought in and everything else, but Sunday's going to be at a whole nother decibel. So we're preparing for it. we got to have a few silent things ready, and the best way to do that is try to make some plays and keep them quiet. What is it about your team that has allowed you guys to have the success that you've had this year on the road? Mental toughness, guys playing for each other, you know, going on the road, everybody's around each other. We've been around each other. I think the trip that we took to New York in the summer when we had a couple of days up there with the Jets, getting to know each other, everybody spending time around each other. We got a little closer that way, but really just the grind of the season, going through some mental things, some adversity coming out on the other side and just staying together, staying together to keep us together. Just part of the game plan to put McCallum, you know, at safety with what you were doing in the front and, and having cover. Do you see him down the road as a, as a possible safety? Or I know you like his versatility. What does he give you when he's back there? Uh, he gives us speed. He gives us versatility from a coverage standpoint. He's a willing tackler. Um, he gives us matchups against tight ends that we wouldn't normally match up against very well. Todd, they have two games in a row where you're playing teams you faced and lost to in the regular season. Obviously, they get the same benefit as well, but how much do you like preparing for a team knowing how they've handled your personnel already this year? You really don't like it that much, especially if you lost, because you know you got to throw everything out and try to do some different things. You got to see how much of it was scheme and how much of it was mistakes and playing, and you try to mesh the two together and come up with something different. How much of, of that loss to Detroit was scheme versus mistakes? If I remember correctly, there were missed tackles, I think, as well. It was both. I mean, it was both. And we didn't coach it well, and we didn't play it well. That's it's never one without the other. We know we got to coach it better and get them in better position, and they have to make plays. Too early to tell at this point. I love him at corner. I like him at safety. Obviously, Detroit's got a lot of weapons that they can hurt you with, but Amon Ron, what do you see with him? He's a guy that you know he's going to get the ball, but still makes it tough to stop him. Unbelievable. I mean, his stop start, uh, his, his route running, his aggressiveness after he catches the football, his quickness, uh, his toughness. Uh, he, he's a pro bowl. He's an all pro receiver to us. We see you as a head coach every day, uh, but you're also the defensive coordinator, and you have been since you had this job. Um, what is that time split like for you, and, and how much do you still enjoy, you know, being able to get get in there and, and you know have those exotic game plans and things that you develop? It gets me in a lot early. I can tell you that much. I used to be a 5:30 guy, and I migrated to a 4:30 guy, and now I'm like a 3:20 guy. And it, you get a lot of work done in the morning. Still love that part of it. Still enjoy it very much. It's getting tiring. I'm getting old. I don't have that many years left in this league, but I still enjoy it. How many 
year do you have? Because we've, we've seen some coaches, Bill Cower, Tony Dungy, walk away and they're still looking at the prime. And then we've seen you know, your, your uh, mentor, Bruce Arians, coach until he was 70. I'm not going to make 70. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I guarantee you I'm not making 70. <laughs> That's an afternoon thing now. That's not a morning thing. That's an afternoon thing. Would there be some sort of, you look at what the, the Patriots did with Belichick and, and Jerron May, would there be some sort of secession plan in place? Or maybe like Dave, if you know, it was sooner rather than later that you would step away? If I coached as long as him in one place and I had all that under my belt and my kids were out of school and already with me and I can put myself in his lifetime, yes, but for me, probably not. Coach, can you talk about the focus level, us against the world mentality, Bucks going into Detroit, play a football game and go in and win? I mean, we've had that all year long, so this is nothing new. Every time we go on the road, we feel like we're by ourselves and we got nothing to prove but to ourselves. Our narrative is the one we write. Uh, we've been going by that mantra since we've been starting the season, so this is no different. We're not going to make this game. Although it's a big game, the minute you stop doing the little things, you're going to make the mistakes and you're going to end up losing the ball game. When you game plan, uh, Todd, do you, do you feel like whether it's the playoffs or just in general, like, I can't be the same? You know, like everybody's seen so much on tape, and I know you have a lot of stuff, but are you one of those that you feel like got to be different every every time we play certain I don't feel like I have to be different every time. We get in there as coaches and we see what we can get away with based off what we got to protect. You know, you got to protect certain things as well. And we don't go in there and try to create and recreate football. I'm sure every blitz has been run, every front has been seen. Whether it was years from now or whether it's right now, we didn't create any of these plays. So we try to find out what best suits us and what best to defend against the other team. And <clears throat> sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but you're constantly trying to do things to win the ball game, but you definitely don't try to do the same thing you've done when you got your head beat in. I think they had some guys nicked up at that time, running backs, uh, receivers, and offensive linemen as well, as did we. So you don't really know until they have their full arsenal. Obviously, they've gotten to be a lot better team since last we played them. We've gotten to be a lot better team since last we played them. So it'll be a good game on Sunday. There's been a lot of progress with this team since week one, but is there one area in particular that you think has had the, the greatest growth that's, that's put you now in this position to be in the playoffs? Uh, getting the ground game going a little bit, you know, not just being stale every week and getting the ground game going has helped the passing game. So, I don't know if we asked you in October about this, but you and Dan Campbell overlapped in Miami. I just want to ask you, what do you liked about him? What do you remember about him as, as a colleague? Oof, I was in Dallas as a DB coach when he was a player. Uh, we coached together in Miami. Outstanding coach, very fiery guy, extremely intelligent, um, extremely loyal, uh, will do anything for his team. Um, very good friends till this day. A lot of respect for him on and off the field. As great a coach as he is, he's a better guy off the field. You see that team taking on his sort of, you know, I mean, everybody plays hard, right? Your team plays hard too. But in terms of just the grit or maybe a little, what personality traits do you see transferred to his team? 
Oh, you can see the mental toughness. It started last year, you know, when they hit stride midseason when they had lost a lot and they won a lot of ball games. It carried into this year and it never looked back and Dan's that type of guy. You mentioned grit. I mean, are there, are there similarities at all between your teams, between kind of the toughness, backs against the wall, people not really giving you uh, uh, maybe a little respect you, you felt like you deserved initially? Well, when you lose ball games, I'm sure they feel like they have grit because they came on last year and they came on to be very tough and they proved mentally tough this year. We got mentally tough this year. Uh, they probably got a year head start on us, but there's some similarities that way. But we're still two different teams, but it's just going to come down to who makes the less mistakes. How would you describe more? the defensive identity? I thought we've gotten tougher over the course of the past few weeks. Um, Everybody's finally got back and playing at the same time. We've been subbing guys in and out of there. A lot of guys have been playing. And if you had the young guys with that, there was a lot of consternation going on there. Communication's gotten a lot better. Everybody's trusting each other next to them, and they're playing for each other. So this team with one word this season, what would it be? Prideful. Todd, Last one. Is, uh, Facing a coach who does like to go for on fourth down offense will, will take a lot of risks there when getting around midfield and you, know, you have to dig into more thinking this offense could be a, a four down team versus a three down and get them off the field. Well, last year and a half has kind of been the norm. So whether it's this team or any other team, usually you get you get to around the forty yard line, the minus forty or forty five. You plan on four downs unless it's fourth and forever. So you kind of prepare for it and you know it's coming. Thank you. Let's go. Yeah. Thank you.